Welcome to the Backwoods. My playground is out in the woods. Back in the sticks, this is my hood. Waking up early with nature's hand in mind. Finger on the trigger just to seal the deal. Feel the chill, shoot to kill. It's the thrill, it's the skill, it's the rush, it's the dust and grind. Living the Backwoods life. What's up, y'all? We're doing another podcast because every once in a while, Kevin and I think about doing one, to be honest with you. Uh, things are kind of busy this time of the year. Well, we Mike think Lee. about doing one a lot, but we just don't always actually get one done. <laughs> well, we've been trying to do one for like a week now. We finally said, all right, we've got time for about an hour, so let's do this. But uh, not that it's not a priority. It's just having an hour sometimes is not the easiest thing in the world to do. But for those of y'all that have never listened before, I'm Michael Lee, Kevin Knighton. I'm sitting in Georgia office. Kevin's in the Florida office. And welcome to Backwoods Life podcast number 6.4 million. And uh, <laughs> watching on social media, you know, we're down here in the southeast. There's a bunch of folks still digging out from snow and stuff. And, man, it's, everything's turning green down here, and it's hot. I'm digging out from pollen. Um, that's yeah. been my ba- I get get out, every time I go outside and get my truck, I turn my windshield wipers on so I can see is except for the yellowish green layer of abomination is like they call it because, um, which I've already kind of fought through the initial blast, but I usually get a little, you know, sinus mess or some kind of little head cold when this pollen first starts jumping out. And I'm, I'm like you, Kevin, and things are greened up now, but it's still, uh, you know, it's, it, it, people don't realize that if you come down here this time of the year, and you've seen it probably, where you're going down the road and you just see like it looks hazy. That's just pollen everywhere. Yeah, just I mean, it looks like there's a fog midday sometime, and it's just pollen floating in the air. Yeah, I mean, it's just normal southern March is what I mean. I guess it probably started back in February, but. We've had a couple of cool snaps here and there. I mean, it's actually was, it was nice outside this morning. We had some rain yesterday that uh, actually helped reduce the pollen a little bit come through. And clear skies, a little breezy and sunny today, but it's it's nice outside. I may go, go lay out and try to work on my tan. Uh, if you do that, try to do it in your backyard and uh, notify FAA before you do just so there's no... You know, problems with airplanes flying over all that bright white skin because this, you ain't been out in the sun lately. You really, do you think planes are going to be devastated because of that? I mean, small children fly on them things. Oh. That's a lot of white skin shining up there at the sky. Hmm. Sure, man. Whatever, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's the best you can come up with in that situation. Let's divert this topic to. Something that's more relevant to backwoods life and what's going on this time of year, and it's called turkey season. And um, Florida season kicks off for uh, us adults, us grown folks. Uh, what is it, six, sixteen and older? Is that what starts uh, in, in your part of the state this weekend? I believe so. Uh, I know sixteen years old is when you got to start buying a hunting license down here, and I, I assume that's what disqualifies you from the youth hunt. Yeah, because. Um, which very, very southern Florida has already been in for, what, a couple weeks now? Yeah, I think uh, 
started Saturday was a week ago down in the southern region, which is way down in the probably southern 25% of the state. But uh, if there's any turkeys left, the rest of us can start this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I know our buddy, uh, I was talking to Tom Herbert with uh, Knockdown Outdoors the other day, and he was taking his two sons this past weekend, and uh, he, he said his oldest son, uh, Dyson, was uh, 15. So this is, he was saying this is his last youth uh, what is it? A weekend? Is it just, is it just uh, Saturday and Sunday? Is it? Yep, just two days. A little head start for two days. Gotcha. So, well, so he took Dyson and, and Stockton, and Stockton's his, his little guy. That's uh, I think I don't know. He's I can, he's probably around Kyler's age, I guess. But uh, anyway, the youth had a great time this weekend because I know Kyler killed one Saturday and Sunday, and Dyson and Stockton both killed one. Uh, or one of them killed one Saturday, one of them we killed Sunday. So uh, the youth that I know that went this past weekend in Florida were 100%. <laughs> yeah, Kyler, he uh, he had a good weekend to say the least. Which, you know, Sunday I kind of expected him to have a pretty good weekend. There's a young guy down here named Devin Walker that started selling a few turkey hunts. And I had, you know, lined up to go with him on Sunday. And I know he's got a bunch of turkeys, but. Saturday was just kind of a little stab in the dark before Kyler went with, a, with all of his cousins to Wild Adventures, and uh, we lucked up and got one Saturday morning too. So there you go. Now, now the problem is like so he he tagged out obviously bird two bird limit in Florida, but now he's ruined on top of all that because he does not understand it. It's not always going to be that way, is it? <laughs> well, I, he does kind of understand because last year we tried to get him his first bird. We went three or four times, and we never even heard a turkey gobble. So he knows, you know, there's going to be times you're going to go, and it ain't going to work out like that. But uh, his G-Daddy, my dad, went with us both hunts, and he told him after that second one, he said, in two days, you have done what it took me 60 years of my life to do, and that's hmm. kill two turkeys. Well, to put it all in perspective, that a kid's memory is very short when it comes to defeat but it's very vibrant, uh, vibrant, sorry, and uh, victory. So he's probably not even going to remember about them times he went and didn't do anything. He's just going to remember, oh, well, last time, two times we went, Daddy, it was like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, and Sunday morning, I mean, we had four gobblers in there all whipping up on the decoy whenever he shot his bird then, and uh, that was actually the first time my dad has ever seen that many gobblers all at one time, so. Kyler doesn't really fully understand just <laughs> how good of a morning that was. <laughs> well, he, he when when he goes and hunts and does it like we had to for years, and it really does kind of suck on some days. He can go back and watch them videos, and then he can remember and just be like, yeah. "Okay, now I remember what what it used to be like." Because I don't know. I, don't, I will say from the days when we started. Uh, 15 years ago now, literally, I think 15 years ago this, this month, right? Um, yep. If, if you look at where we started and where we're at, either we either got better at turkey hunting, which that's debatable, extremely debatable, or we got better places to hunt, which that's very possible, or there's just a lot more turkeys than there used to be. I think three things. One, I think there's more turkeys than there used to be. 
Two, I think we got better places to turkey hunt. And three, we got better equipment, decoys, and uh, weapons to be able to touch them out another 10 yards if we needed to. Okay, so basically what you're saying is the fourth part of that is not a variable. We have not gotten any better. Everything else just got better. <laughs> well, we I don't know that we got any better, but we did figure out some things not to do. Well, I don't guess we got any worse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I hasn't gotten any worse, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to getting out there. We headed down to Florida Friday to start Saturday. Hopefully, this weather doesn't get get too crazy on us. It's supposed to cool off some, but hopefully, that just makes them stay out in the in the open. Want to come out in the sunshine and hang out with us a little more instead of being hot and tucking back in the woods and laying low for a while. So you never know. Yeah, me and my dad are gonna be. Out Saturday morning in the same place where Kyler killed his Sunday, and hopefully some of them three that he left us will be uh, ready to play. I don't know. They may be a little traumatized. <laughs> well, it was one of those deals where whenever Kyler turned that 410 loose, I don't think the other three really got a grasp of what happened. We just sat still and didn't move, and they took their time and wandered on off out of the field, and so I'm hoping... They just uh, think old Leroy had him a massive struck by lightning heart attack and uh, everything else is business as usual. Yeah, that's what a lot of people don't realize. I mean, I know even when I first started, but you, you shoot a turkey and you push to just run out there and make sure you don't get away or whatever. And I kind of got to thinking about it over years. I was like, I don't really know why we did that. I mean, you shoot this guy in the head and you break his neck. And they're going to flop around. I don't care if you go out there and jump on them. They're still going to flop. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Um, I just now, you know, you shoot one and you know, he's hammered, you know, you can tell if you make a questionable shot, but if you, you hit him and he rolls it. And, I mean, I'm not saying run out there after five minutes without your gun, just to be on the safe side. They don't get up and try to, you know, karate chop you or something, but <laughs> just like yeah. you said, if you sit tight, a lot of times the other birds, they don't know what happened. They just know old boy right there ain't feeling too good. And, They'll, they'll kind of hang around and heck, I mean, if, if it's a situation where you can shoot another one, that, that's, that happens a lot. But, um, if not, don't, don't run out there and spook the other birds off because that, that PhD comes in very fast that way, which, uh, reminds of what's the, the gobbler that me and dad shot two at the farm and the one we thought was a giant Jake, which was just old stubby with a short beard and giant spurs. You know, he never, got over that moment in his life he, he'd never come back in and around a decoy again <laughs> <laughs> i don't know hey he probably got a beard solid gray by now but uh anyway just i've always kind of you know you know you hammered one just sit there and just kind of chill out relax compose yourself after the adrenaline rush and if there's any other birds just let them go off and do their thing and then you ease out there and i mean well, that's most times you know if you make a good shot on one but i mean if you shoot one he rolls over and all of a sudden you look out there and he's got his head picked up out of the grass looking around looking eyeball to eyeball with you it's probably time to see about doing some turkey tackling but yeah if you look like you hit him in the head with a hammer and he rolls over and starts flapping them wings upside down trying to fly backwards and sideways and every which way you probably in good shape you might as well do a fight and purr and shoot one more well, it's like a, you know, you, you shoot you a deer and 
especially with a on my quarter rifle or something and you know you make the shot and he falls right there and don't kick anymore and head don't move ears don't twitch eyes don't close you know stuff like that i think you got him good chances but you need to be ready just in case you never know they, they, they do unless you're jeremy stuff. johnson then i recommend a follow-up shot if you're jeremy johnson i recommend using a scud missile something <laughs> to just take and blow him in half so he can't get away shoot through the legs or something i don't know that boy had some bad luck but uh anyway um <clears throat> but all that being said we get out there this weekend hopefully we can have some more success and keep things going and then we'll kick off georgia in another week and um we've got a few birds scattered around up here that i don't know what these hens are going to do to them uh, there are a lot of hens still grouped up with them right now from the pictures we'll be getting on the on the cameras and uh I've seen, heck, as many as 10 or 15 hens with, with one gobbler still. So that's usually not a good thing uh, to kick off turkey season. But at the same time, you slip in there and get your decoys up. And, you know, we got some some uh, food plots and stuff like that laid out. And good little strut areas for them. Maybe we can get lucky. I just have to be patient. But it could be a lot worse things to be doing besides sitting in the woods trying to get a turkey to come in, right? Oh yeah, both the gobblers we killed this weekend had six or eight hens with them, and you know we had those half strut Jake decoy and a couple of hen decoys out there, and whenever that group of turkeys got within about seventy five or a hundred yards, them gobblers wasn't gonna let them hens get up there by that half strut Jake. They uh, mm-hmm. kicked it in high gear and come in there to put a whipping on it. Yeah, they um, they, usually that half strut Jake is a good one to just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to challenge you a little bit. And mine hadn't lost a fight yet. I don't know about yours, but mine has not been, might not lost a fight. No, mine's, mine has taken some pretty good licks and uh, it's still standing strong. So, like, with all that being said, I think um, I take my chance with that. A lot of guys like to use a strutter decoy and, I mean, we kill birds on them and all that, but it seems to me birds down here kind of, it's hit or miss on that. I've had some come in, see that strutter decoy, and turn around and go, you know what, I'm not too sure about this thing. Um, you know, I've had others just come right in, especially out in the Midwest. And, you know, we've hunted with them in Kansas and, uh, well, a lot of places out there, honestly. But um, them them dominant birds seem to come right to that strutter, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kansas, Kentucky, Texas. You know, all out there, we've had a lot of luck with those. But, shoot, even my neighbor here at home, he took one of those with his son on their hunt this past weekend. And they had a gobbler come out, and 100 yards was as close as he ever came. He just was not interested in coming into that full-strut decoy. Yeah, it's, it's subjective at times. Um, but I, that that old half-boat-up Jake, that that's usually – I hadn't had one back down from him yet. Like they see, I'd say – 80 to 90% of the time they're going to come unless they're just, you know, the hens go the other way or something like that. But like you said, if he gets in that too close to comfort range with the hens ease over there, that gobbler's going to be like, you know what? Uh-uh. Not, on, not today, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one collar killed Saturday morning, whenever his hens started coming over there, you know, you could tell we saw them for a few minutes before they ever came our direction and, as long as those hens were just doing their thing, he was fine to strut around them and hang out. But 
they started our direction towards them decoys and like I said, got within about 75 yards. And he, you can see, in, like in his mind, he said, you girls wait right here just a minute. I got to go over here and take care of something. Mm-hmm. He greedy, man. He, he wanted that. He wanted <laughs> your hands over there with his hands and one of that Jake gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was the worst mistake he ever made. <laughs> yeah, that didn't turn out too good. So he put his mind at ease, as old BJ Hurd used to say. He ain't got to worry about nothing now. <laughs> yeah uh, but um one interesting thing and, and we've got a video uh that we're going to roll out on our youtube channel and for anybody listening y'all could definitely go to youtube check out backwards life and pop in there and search and we've got hours and hours of videos but we're rolling out some pretty good turkey content and um you you did a video that we haven't posted yet but we will with with kyler's setup uh and that's one that i think from watching the video uh that you sent me was pretty solid for for a kid setup especially i know he shot your 20 gauge there at the end and that, that was a little bit different situation but he's got a little <laughs> youth, youth model 410 i mean it obviously it worked um, but that thing was patterned pretty good at 40 yards right it was and uh it's an old harrington richardson jr model i think it's model 88 or 80 but uh it's an old shotgun and we put a synthetic stock on it, to make it a little bit lighter for him to tote, and put a got it drilled and tapped, and put a hawk red dot on the top of it because he just he, he, as you said with that twenty gauge, him and lining up a bead ain't quite on the same page yet. But that hawk red dot, he's you know doesn't have any problem aiming with that. And uh, if I had any nervousness about him being ready to shoot a turkey, he calmed that real fast Saturday morning. Because, uh, like I said, it wasn't no doubt at 25 yards, he hammered that turkey. I'm shooting, he's shooting the uh, Apex Ammunition 9.5 TSS loads, and they, uh, they were extremely effective. And I asked him after afterwards, I said, uh, well, son, did you have that red dot right on him? He said, Daddy, I had it right on his brain whenever I turned it loose. <laughs> he's putting his mind at ease, Dad. <laughs> putting him out. And then the one Sunday morning, I mean, there was three of them, and I kept, you know, making him wait. My first thought was trying, you know, see if one was bigger than the rest. But after that, it's just a matter of making sure not, he only shoots yeah. one. You know, he yeah, already had like, one turkey dead. So yeah, not killing more than one, right? Whenever he finally got one off to himself, I said, all right, shoot that one on the right. And, I mean, that turkey's head, you'll see in the video whenever I get it edited and send over to you. I mean, he demolished that bird. <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. Now he's hooked. He's going, well, now I guess you need to t- teach him how to run a camera for you. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he doesn't have nothing else to do the rest of the season. <laughs> well, and that's what whenever he went to bed Sunday night, his lip was quivering and he started to tear up a little bit. I said, what's the matter, son? He said, uh, Daddy, I want to keep shooting turkeys and now I can't shoot anymore. I said, well, just because you got your shot don't mean you can't go. You can go help me with a camera, and we still can go turkey hunting, son. We, you just can't shoot anymore this year. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well. Tell him next time he's going to want to space him out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I, uh, I've i only killed both of my Florida turkeys in the first few days of hunting one time in my entire life. The rest of the time... It don't usually happen just like that. No, that's for sure. Um, 
I mean, I don't, like I said, I, I don't hunt Florida uh, that much. I mean, I go a couple times a year. And I think I, I tagged out last year on, on two trips. One was opening weekend and then one was, you know, a few weeks later. But that might have been the only time I've ever tagged out in Florida. I'm not sure. Maybe one other time. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, it's just like Georgia. You know, you could you get three birds up here. You could shoot all three in one shot if you want to. Um one year I, I shot two in one shot and then uh, went and killed another one later. I was kind of like, well, daggum. But part of me at the same time thinks, man, I'm glad I'm done before it gets hot too. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, whenever you do get those tags filled as, you know, as a grown-up, not as a kid who's just now starting, but as a grown-up, you got a big weight off your shoulders and it's like well man now if i want to i can call on for somebody else or if i want to go fishing i can go do that you know that's right yeah there ain't no doubt well hopefully after this coming weekend we can i'll have one checked off our list if we're lucky and you know you know how it is you get that first night the way the rest of them kind of kind of fall into place you just don't put as much pressure on yourself and then you know we got some good good hunts coming up like i said we're gonna be in florida then georgia and then we're going out to Texas with Raw Outfitter, our buddy Mike Ryan and TJ out there, and um, man, that that should be a good time. They they usually are loaded with those Rios out there, and Rios, based on our history, Kevin, if they want gobble good, they want to die good, right? Yeah, last few times me and you hunted Rios together. If you could call halfway decent, you could get a turkey to come visit with you. Yeah, I mean out there, man. If, if you sit down and get ready, and you call and he answers you you pretty much get your gun up and take the safety off because a few minutes he's gonna be right there close by somewhere so just a matter of getting him in there close enough for the shot and i don't want to jinx it but from what i've seen in the past the raw does have a bunch of turkeys out there let's hope so hopefully it didn't all freeze to death after this winter but i think everything's kind of warming up out that way now and hopefully by the time we get there they'll be let me rattling the shingles off the roof and we can go out there because that's only a couple weeks away yeah it ain't far but, and like you said hopefully we got the dust knocked off before we get out there too so yeah exactly i mean honestly you find a good spot to go like a texas or kansas nebraska where you got a lot of gobblers and, and they come to calls good uh it kind of makes you feel better about life after hunting in in florida and georgia a lot to be honest with you because there's nothing guaranteed around these parts. It's just you go out there and hopefully you can make it happen. But, um, you know, we, we've been lucky in the past. And, heck, there was one year me and you both tagged out like the first four or five days of the season in Georgia, which, I mean, we probably won't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, it don't always happen like that. But no, maybe no, I, mean, no. I got my fingers crossed it does again real soon. But, you know. Well, well, we're going to try. We're going to hunt them like they owe us something. We're going to see what happens. But um, we'll uh, keep everybody updated as the season goes on. Like I said, we, Florida youth season kicked off. Had a great great weekend for the kids out there. I know a lot of birds went down. The grown folks start this weekend in the rest of the state of Florida. And then Georgia starts on 23rd. I think Alabama actually starts in three days. So... They usually start, what, 15th or 16th, something like that? Yeah, she's usually around the 15th of March. So, um, 
I'll be honest with you now. Historically, I had, maybe it's just because of the places I've hunted in Alabama. But me and Alabama just have not ever gotten along on the turkey hunting side of things. I killed one turkey in Alabama, and I mean, I'm talking about I've had to hunt as, as tough of non-coming in birds I've ever hunted in Alabama. Yeah, I've I've only hunted in Alabama for turkeys a couple few times, and every time I, I think I've had turkeys cooperating. But I hadn't had many come in there wanting to get their head rattled. Hmm. No, they, I don't know. Like I said, maybe we and you just haven't been in the right places yet. But it is what it is. That's turkey hunting one hundred and one. And well, uh, we've said for years that down in the southeast of you know Florida, Georgia, Alabama, if you can kill a turkey in them states, you can kill turkeys anywhere in this country. Well, uh, yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly, and just because I, I was on the radio show with uh, Outdoors Dan um, Sunday evening, and we had this exact conversation, and I relate a lot of it to, especially like Texas, because that's somewhere me and you, we've both killed a bunch of birds out there, but it seems to me that, one, there's more gobblers overall out that way, and they're like, they're more aggressive, like they, 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 they there's a competition to get to that hen, it seems like, instead of here the gobbler stands out there and he gobbles and gobbles and gobbles until the hens come to him you know yep and they just for whatever reason you know midwest and stuff like i say, i guess it's you know more gobblers means there's more competition but it's like they uh aren't as scared they 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 just get love sick and they they forget about everything else around here just it's few and far between you find one that's, you know, so lovesick he forgets about danger. They, uh, they're looking for a hen with one eye and for something to get them with the other eye, it seems like, around here. Yeah, there ain't no doubt about that. Um, I don't know. Like, down here, we kill a lot of birds by doing our homework. We just a lot of times set up where we know where they're going to go. And if you're in a spot where a gobbler wants to go anyway, he's a lot easier to call in there. You just make them get there faster, you know, and. We've hunted them like deer hunted them in the past, too, where you just sit there and you call every once in a while and sooner or later one will show up. But it, it, that's tough. That's, that's hard to do. That's not why I dirty hunt at all. I, if they don't want to gobble and be a gobbler and do their thing, then it just ain't as much fun to me, you know. So I salute those that are man, man gobblers that want to die. But I have much respect for them. <laughs> <laughs> I, and i agree with your philosophy on this a lot whole lot more fun whenever you can run and gun and have fun chasing turkeys but both the turkeys we killed this weekend were sitting in ground blinds that uh a little bit of patience went a long ways the one saturday morning we never heard him gobble on the roost and probably seven o'clock i fired up the old lynch mob box call and i heard him gobble one time and it wasn't just a few minutes we saw him across this clear cut and he gobbled one more time while we were watching him. And that's the only goblin he did all morning that I heard. Well, now, like I said, Sunday morning, goes, do what? I was going to say, it goes back to what I was saying though. You were in a place that you had, you know, pretty good confidence they were going to come in that area. You know, if you were just yep. blindly going out in the woods and say, well, this looks like a good spot. You, you may not be in the ball game, you know? And I mean, we were, where that turkey died, he was within 10 yards of where my dad killed one opening day last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a place where year after year there's turkeys, and it's a place where you can see a long ways. 
So if there's a turkey anywhere out there, you can uh, at least have a little fun talking to him, you know. Well, but you did your homework. Like I said, it goes all back right. to knowing, knowing you know, where they're at, where they like to go, what they like to do, and and being in the ballpark. And, um, you know, that's like here in Georgia on our home turf. We, we got good ideas. Like, hey, if we go in this area, there's usually gallivers here. And, uh, you know, it, it works out sometimes. Sometimes you just tip your hat and go back and hunt them again the next day. But uh, going in somewhere blind is, is a lot more difficult Um that's what people don't realize. I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're, you know, from Nebraska and you see 10 gobblers every day in a feedlot where the cows are and you go out there and shoot one, I mean, hey, more power to you. But I don't really think, you you know, you, you just kind of went out there and, and shot a turkey and that's the way they look at it. People out in those places think that us that have to go there, I mean, y'all can't kill one down there? I'm like, well, come on, let's go. Let's see what you got, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway. We'll see how, how it goes. We're going to kick off the season and we're going to hit the ground running. So it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of time in the woods spent anyway. Even if we got to We're going to have a good time with it, window. even if they make us look silly. Well, I mean, it ain't nothing out of the ordinary, that's for sure. <laughs> so, but anyway, hopefully everybody's getting ready to go, uh, get out there, and hopefully it's warming up wherever everybody else is at. I know we're we're doing good down here on that part of things, so. This weekend should be pretty fun. Be nice, nice time of year to be out in the woods anyway until it gets too hot. But uh, we'll we'll change states when it gets too warm. <laughs> yeah, we we'll, we we'll go a little bit north out there where they might be fighting some snow or something right now. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, that's about thirty minutes of y'all's life. You'll never get back from listening to us. But we appreciate all y'all out there. Y'all be safe. Make sure that uh, you obey the game laws and have all your stuff legal kevin you can't hunt without your plug now remember that when you come to georgia you, ain't, you can't shoot five times with these turkeys and you gotta have one of them hunting licenses oh crap i'm glad you said that <laughs> i do have to <laughs> renew my georgia one because it I, I, it expired in, in in the deer season so i gotta redo that thing i was gonna wait until I do it on right before the beginning of turkey season so i'll be ready for next year but i've got my florida license already so this weekend i'm coming and and hell's coming with me. <laughs> yeah, I can hunt the first week of Florida down here before my license expires. So maybe I get lucky and tag out. I won't have to buy one till deer season. Well, that's uh, so. Before we end this thing officially, if you time everything right in some of these states, Georgia's one, Florida's one. If you buy your hunting license, say in the middle of turkey season, and you get to turkey hunt the rest of that season, and you can kill your like two birds in Florida or three in Georgia. Then you can hunt the next turkey season, the first half of the season, till it expires on from the day that you bought it, and then a year, and you make and get all of your turkeys on one one license. That's economics one hundred and one right there. Yeah, there's some states that your license runs for a year from the day you buy it, and uh, like you said, you play your cards right. You can hunt two seasons on one license sometimes. Now I'm sure since we announced all this to the public, nobody's thought of it that way, and we're they're going to do away with it. So it's our fault if they do. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. All right, y'all be good. Y'all keep up with us. Backwoodslife.com. Check us out social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. We're on all of it. Just hit Google, type in Backwoods Life, and all your wildest dreams will come true. As fast as I can get things edited, you can watch all these hunts we're talking about on YouTube because we're going to try to roll them out for you real quick. 
That's right, Backwoods Beards 2019 is in progress right now. So appreciate everybody listening. Michael Lee from Georgia, Kevin Knight from Florida. We'll see y'all next time. See y'all. Up before morning, put the tires in the clay. Back to where the deer and the antelope play. Nothing between you and the wild, but the will to survive. Out here it ain't man, but the law of the land. Y'all quick on the draw means a buck on the wall. It's a turkey call with a southern draw. The real boys fall. My playground is out in the woods. Back in the sticks, this is my hood. Waking up early with nature's hand in mine. Finger on the trigger just to seal the deal. If you don't get a mother nature wheel, it's the thrill, it's the skill, it's the rush, it's the dust and grind. Living the backwoods life. Living the backwoods life. Living full draw in for everyone. It's a special breed that gets the job done. Clear mind, full heart, and respect. You give as good as you get. Daddy taught me how to stay alive and give thanks to the Lord for all we got. Skin of my knee and then wake up and do it again. My playground is out in the woods. Back in the sticks, this is my hood. Waking up early with nature's hand in mind. Finger on the trigger just to seal the deal. If you don't get a mother nature wheel, it's the thrill, it's the skill, it's the rush, it's the dust and grind. Living the backwoods life. Living the backwoods life. Welcome to the backwoods. You got the guts. Let's go for the glory. Load up the truck. My playground is out in the woods. Back in the sticks, this is my hood. Waking up early with nature's hand in mind. Trigger just to seal the deal, feel the chill, shoot to kill. It's the thrill, it's the skill, it's the rush, it's the dust and grind. Living the backwoods life. Living the backwoods life. Living the backwoods life. Living the backwoods.